Hello everyone, Napoli beats uh, Sampdoria 2-1, this is Napoli Soccer Show, my name is Rocco and we'll be commenting uh, Napoli Sampdoria. The game is just over, uh, Napoli beat uh, Sampdoria 2-1 as I said, first goal of Jakub Janko at the 20th minute of the first half and second half let's see Irvin Lonzano score at the 53rd minutes and Andrea Petagna uh, finalizing the Napoli uh, victory at the 68th minute. Napoli did start the game uh, with a 4-3-3. Gulam on the left, uh, Manolas Colibali uh, as central defenders. On the right side, uh, the Evergreen Di Lorenzo, central midfielder uh, Demme, Fabian Ruiz on the left, uh, Zielinski on the right uh, to complete the, uh, the three midfielders and uh, uh, as attackers Mertens uh, as a central striker, Lorenzo Insigne on the left and Politano on the right. First game uh, in the Serie A at the newly renamed Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. Napoli that starts very badly at the, the 20th minute in one of the counter-attacks, one of the numerous counter-attacks of Sampdoria, Jakub Jankto is able to anticipate Meret and score with a powerful left uh, uh, shot on the right side of the goalkeeper. Sampdoria 1, Napoli 0. Napoli that uh, um, started the game very badly. The 4-3-3 opens up a lot of spaces for Sampdoria counter-attacks, while Napoli is unable to even shoot on target. Uh, Mertens uh, is on his own as a central striker and Napoli is really not dangerous at all. The music changes in the second half when uh, Gattuso is able to uh, uh, change the team out Fabian Ruiz for Petagna and out uh, Politano for Lozano. Napoli that switches on the 4-2-3-1 and the game changes the refrain completely on the 53rd minutes. Mertens from the left side is able to cross in the middle and Lozano as a true striker is able to anticipate the Sampdoria defender, Napoli does equalize with a powerful header of Irving Lozano. The Sampdoria left back that will have nightmares this evening uh, is unable to, um, to block Lozano. Again, Lozano at the 68 minutes is able to dribble the Sampdoria left uh, defenders and put the, a precise cross in the middle where Petagna is able to score the winning goal for Napoli. Napoli that with the two substitution is much more dangerous and uh, is able to uh, score the second goal in just uh, 20, less than 20 minutes. Other three substitution to finish the game, Gulam out for Mario Rui, uh, Diego Demme out for Bakayoko and at the end of the game Zielinski that was tired from the last game is uh, out for uh, for Lobochka. Napoli that is dangerous in another couple of, of occasions with Petagna but also with Lozano, Mertens at the end on the right side is able only to shoot on Audero but uh, eventually Napoli is comfortably winning the game for 2-1 and uh, after four minutes and a half of extra time Napoli beats Sampdoria 2-1 and uh, Napoli that starts the game with 4-3-3 uh, uh, is never really dangerous uh, uh, against uh, Sampdoria Fabian Angelinski on the in the midfield area are able only to find each other vertically and sometimes they lose very dangerous ball that results in a counter-attack uh, 
of, uh, of Sampdoria. Also Mertens as a lone striker uh, is suffering a lot uh, this type of formation. Sampdoria that is able to close uh, all the spaces and uh, as I explained before uh, is able to uh, to be dangerous in a lot of uh, occasions with counter-attacks and the 20 minutes find the first goal. In my opinion, Gattuso should have changed already uh, in the first half because uh, Politan was not really comfortable playing this game. Fabian and Gilinski as Mezzala on the midfield area uh, were uh, only a threat to us uh, rather than an added value. First half, that's also Lorenzo Insigne uh, left on his own on the left side, unable to find any point of reference and Mertens, uh, same as for Insigne, never dangerous. The music of the game changed, uh, as I said, in the second half, where we were switching from the 4-3-3 to the 4-2-3-1, and uh, it was really the game changer. The game changer was uh, Irving Lozano. Uh, he was technically unmarkable on that uh, area of the pitch, uh, he's able to uh, score his sixth goal in Serie A and uh, he's able also to add an assist to this game, uh, winning uh, assist to uh, uh, Petagna goal. I say the, the, the impact of Lausanne on the game was uh, exceptional. He uh, was able to, uh, to have a few of uh, the opponents get a yellow card because they were unable to stop him. He uh, scored an header that is from a classical first uh, central striker rather than uh, from a, a winger and then uh, he was able to uh, cross the board in the middle as a classical winger to Petagna. What to say, really Lozano is the player that changed the game once again as Osimen did a few times but uh, as Lozano did in multiple occasions, in more occasions during this, uh, this season. I think um, we don't have to go back to the 4-3-3 the 4-3-3 is not uh, a tactic that we should uh, use again. This is not anymore the Napoli of Sarri, not even the Napoli of Ancelotti. We lack of those quality midfielders that are able to do the two phases uh, with the same quality. With uh, 4-3-3 under Sarri, we were playing with Jorginho, Allan and Hamsik. Uh, Hamsik, one of the best midfielders in the world. Alan that was not just a mezzala but was uh, was able to uh, recover a lot of balls and uh, then of course Jorginho uh, that was at the peak of his career uh, in that position one of the best in the world instead right now when we play with the 4-3-3 we have Demme in the, in the middle that is an excellent regista or it's an excellent central midfielder in that area but then we play with Dzieniski that it is definitely not Amsic or uh, it doesn't gain uh, much strength on playing in that position. And then on the right side we play with Fabian. Fabian and Zielinski playing together in, the, in that part of the pitch. They have been uh, having a disastrous outcome. Instead when they play uh, or, uh, vertically, when uh, Fabian is more on the on the two of the midfielder and Zielinski is behind the striker, it works a bit better, but definitely uh, never again Zielinski and Fabian in the central area of the midfielder as Mezzala. Already said about Lozano and it was a really good game also for Petagna. Is uh, definitely not a top striker. In one more than occasions also against Real Sociedad. It really shows that uh, he doesn't have the killer instinct of a, of a striker like uh, Kinzaghi or he's not even uh, as technically 
gifted as Milik or Mertens, but he played a good game, he sacrificed himself a lot, and he was there when uh, Lozano crossed that uh, ball uh, in the center. I hope that uh, um, we see a lot more of Lozano, uh, he's playing, uh, he's the first choice of uh, Gattuso, I don't know why he didn't play to today, definitely I hope I never to see the 4-3-3. As a, as a save before, at least not with Fabian and Zielinski at the same time. But I think at this point of the season, Gattuso, if he made this mistake, uh, we gave away the first half, Gattuso, I hope he understood that. And I think he, he understood that. Man of the match, uh, certainly uh, Irving Lozano, worst player of the game, uh, uh, I don't want to say again, but probably Fabian, but maybe this time is not his fault. Sampdoria was very... was not a great opponent, uh, I think that Napoli should have done a, a lot better. We almost risked to lose this game. So that's it. That's my comment for uh, today's game. There will be a lot to say what happened during these weeks. There was the death of Diego Armando Maradona. But this is something that I want to keep uh, to myself. Uh, and uh, especially after a few... Now is, I think it's like uh, one week and a half. Uh, everything has been already been said. There was also the death of Paolo Rossi. I really... Both Maradona and Paolo Rossi were not uh, from uh, my generation. Definitely, I lived Maradona much more than uh, Paolo Rossi. Maradona is kind of a, uh, a saint in Napoli, and uh, when he died, he was like a member of family, uh, uh, being uh, a member of family that left us. Uh, it was my mother that gave me the news of Maradona's death, and then I want to keep it personal. Uh, uh, my feelings about that. Um, he was definitely a great person and a great football player, especially a great person. If you go to dig a bit in Maradona history, uh, a lot of things that have been said about him uh, just uh, uh, disgust me. Uh, but I really don't have anything to add uh, to the greatest player that ever lived. This is, was my comment about uh, Napoli uh, Sampdoria. I recorded this episode straight after the game to be sure that I recorded the episode. Sometimes I get lazy or something happens during the week I'm not able to record. Thank you very much for following me and for listening to this podcast and as always Forza Napoli Sampdoria.